Welcome to Driven Radio Show, your home for car talk covering the latest news to the greatest views on the biggest names in performance, sports, and just plain cool driving machines. Your hosts are freelance auto journalist, senior auction analyst for Sports Car Market Magazine, writer and editor of ReadTheDriven.com, Brett Hatfield, plus videographer and host of the YouTube channel Craving Cars, Corey Pratt, and 35-year radio veteran, book publisher, and vehicular village idiot, Mark Catfish Groves. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show. Hey, you car fiends and gearheads. Welcome to Driven Radio, your weekly automotive happy hour. I am Brett Hatfield, here with our engineer and co-host, Mr. Mark Groves. Yo! And the returning evil genius uh, of Craving Cars on YouTube, Mr. Corey Pratt. Yes. Glad to have you back. Glad to be back. Uh, we are coming to you from Driven Radio Studios in beautiful Overland Park, Kansas. You can find us online at DrivenRadioShow.com and ReadTheDriven.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and everywhere fine podcasts are heard. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to tell your gearhead friends. If there's something you would like to hear more of or someone you think we should interview, or if you have an interesting story, please tell us. Send your emails to brett at drivenradioshow.com. All right, guys. Corey, it's been a long time. It's uh, been since before I went to Monterey. Uh What'd you do in cars, let's just say in the last week, would you? Well, actually, uh, there's only been been this last weekend that I've even got to do anything in cars because I've been too busy working on my house, getting it ready to be sold. Yes. However, with that said, it planned out perfectly because we were going to Eureka Springs, Arkansas for an event, and that was a weekend we had to leave so they can sell my house. Oh, so we did. They didn't want us by because they're you know people in and out constantly, and yeah. they just didn't want the that we needed to be gone anyways. So it worked out great. Uh, went to the uh, the Ozark Euro Rally All German Car Show. Took the Porsche down there, had some fun on some roads. Because if anybody's ever been to Arkansas, you know it's. I, I'll keep pretty my, fun. I'll keep my German jokes to myself. Yeah, there yep. you go. It, but it, that weekend's usually kind of like a how's that work in Arkansas? Too, Would so. that be Yabul y'all? Yarkansas. Yarkansas. That's he's good. It's a fun time. Uh, and Eureka Springs is a pretty pretty cool place. Pretty fun. Uh, I it, love it is Eureka very Springs. Pretty. Yeah, uh, so I had a lot of fun. Uh, there will be a video eventually. I have a lot of catching up to do because I haven't been able to do anything. Well, we but hear work you're moving and work. We're, we hear you're moving to a jumbo jet airline hangar. I could, I could be. <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. No, nope. you'd certainly never lack space. Nope, not at all. And uh, and a test runway for the cars. Uh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Just wait for the planes to clear. <laughs> Let me know where you're going to do that and what the FAA says. <laughs> yeah, and far. Uh, get some drone shots. Wait, no, I won't. How about you, Mister Mar? I know you've been busy with family stuff. Yeah, the closest thing I did with uh, an engine was uh, run a power sprayer down at my mom's house. Uh, went down to Southern Missouri, and I think that's the first time the outside of that uh, house. It's got that uh, aluminum siding. Mm-hmm. I don't know what shyster uh, got hold of my mom and dad, but. It's got some aluminum siding on it, and I don't think it's been sprayed, cleaned, washed, anything Did in 20, 25 years. 
It was a. It <laughs> yeah. started out as kind of a dark, cloudy day going into bright white, and now now it's mostly bright white. Oh. Uh, Did and, you forget what color it originally was? No, oh no, oh, no. Okay. That's you can find that in paint pieces here and there, but uh, <laughs> I, I did discover that the uh, the lowest setting on it that I was reaching the eaves. And by the way, when you spray eaves, you'll find out what a dirty house tastes like. It's pretty interesting and awful. But uh, I got it down to the tightest sprayer. Now, you could have worn a mask. You could have worn a mask. Well, that would have taken thinking. And I was into doing. If you would have worn one of your COVID masks, you would have found out much what I found out wearing a bandana (laughs) over my mouth in a rainstorm on a motorcycle. You figure out how to waterboard yourself. Waterboard yourself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, uh, the house does definitely look better, and there will be some places I'll be repainting, and, uh, and it's all good. So that was me and motors. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. I, I I got a list I'll just fire right through. Uh, detailed both the Harleys, a soft tail on the Moo. That takes a lot longer than you think, and you wind mm. up wearing most of it. <laughs> uh, then I took the Moo for a nice long ride. I uh, tried to set Dad's Corvette on it. fire by, atta- oh. by connecting the battery. <laughs> I take it there's a short somewhere. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. You think? <laughs> and I got to inhale most of that when the wires started to smoke. Oh, God. Yeah. So oh, sent that to the shop and ordered a new wiring harness for it. Should be here tomorrow. Uh, I got a little Porsche oh. that I'm helping a guy prep for sale. Really? You can't afford it. I can't afford it. He can't afford it. All three of us put together still can't afford it. <laughs> it's a 1961 356 cab Super 90. Oh. Yeah, we don't have that kind of money. Where's it at? Uh, in my warehouse. Oh, it's a warehouse. I was hoping it was like here, right now. I was in like, cool. I, I, I want to go look lab. at it after the show. But it, never it's mind. Gonna it's going to take a battery house. charger, too. That's ah. one of the things I'm helping him with. Yeah. That's pretty uh, awesome. I got to see David and Matt from Empire Automotive when they came over yesterday to have a look at it. Nice. And tomorrow, if my dad gets back in town in time, <laughs> I'm taking Dad and Vlad to see Rick Hunter over at Hot Rod ah. Express. We're going to start discussing some of the things I always wanted to do to Vlad but never quite had enough money to do because I own too much crap and everything always needs to be fixed. Of course. <laughs> That's the way it is. So uh, air ride and suspension and oh, low wood brakes sweet. and that sort of cool stuff yeah. and maybe are you gonna make it go kapang 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 you know next... you're the second person who's brought that up and <laughs> no no oh i'll kick him in the shin and no it, i'm kidding no and i want to beat both of you <laughs> but standing out there with your little radio no! shack remote can... no! oh. i'm not gonna this radio shack anybody here know what radio uh, shack is it's air ride not hydraulics uh so no air ride would be be all right this week in the news, <laughs> I love this. What's the single most sold vehicle in this country? Ooh, ooh I know, I know. Anybody? Hands? Know. Anyone? Not a clue. It, it begins with an F and ends with a 150. Uh, yeah, that would be true. Really? That sells more than anything. Oh, wow. And the uh, the NHTSA, the uh, the feds, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is saying, if you got a brand new one, don't drive it. Uh, Jumping your Ram, your Ram TRX can be more costly than you think. And the new Corvette Z06 has been spied testing in Germany. Our special guest this week is Dave Kinney, publisher of the Haggerty Price Guide. Dave will be here to talk about the newly published Haggerty Price Guide. Actually, drops 
today we're recording on wednesday everyone else will hear this closer to the weekend so your your price guides if your subscribers should be in your grubby little hands by then he's going to tell us what's hot what's not if there's any bargains left out there (laughs) and what he would buy with his own dollars nice let's get to the news all right from road and track the national highway traffic safety administration says don't drive your 2021 got us out of Wow, yes. We'll just uh, we'll abbreviate that next time. The Ford Motor Company has just issued a recall notice for the 2021 model year F-150 pickups, which might carry faulty seat belts, impacting 16,430 trucks. I think they should have used a different word other than impacting. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, and it, this is just a writer's gripe of mine. Yeah. And there might be two people who care about it, and I'm one of them. <laughs> Stop using the damn word impacting when you mean affecting. That, that's that's, that's what my gripe. There you go. Uh, an improper uh, bit of seatbelt webbing may cause the belt's restraint mechanism to fail in an accident. The NHTSA is asking owners to park their brand-new F-150s in the name of safety. I bet that makes a lot of customers happy. Yeah, I bought my new truck. Where's it at? In the driveway. (laughs) It's sitting right there. Why don't you bring it over? Why don't you come over and look at it in the driveway? Because I can't drive it. I can't. I kind of suck for the whole safety thing for various reasons, but one of them relating to the story (laughs) is uh, I've had – I can't tell you how many (laughs) postcards about the – the the safety bag on the passenger side of my oh, truck. You, you, yeah. It's a 2008 Chevy. When's the and, last uh, time you had somebody? On I know, the passenger right? Side of You've your truck. opened the door. You've smelled that cab. You know uh, that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's a gym locker. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. No, I'll walk. <laughs> so where is that jock strap? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I haven't been real big about that. Yeah, my Nissan had a recall on the passenger side airbag. Yeah. I guess it could come off and have shrapnel. Yeah. So I sold the car. <laughs> <laughs> to to your, uh, to your nephew, nephew, right? Yeah. To your nephew. You uh-huh. a-hole. <laughs> He's the driver now. He's fine. <laughs> I actually did him good. He doesn't have to ride in the passenger seat no more. Oh, God. It's Corey don't like me, man. <laughs> no, no, no. He's got the recall. He just has to go in the Nissan and get a schedule. Yeah, but anyways, uh, recall notices will be sent to owners <laughs> of affected F-150s beginning September 27th. As part of a recall, Ford technicians will ensure the belts are properly routed. If the belts are found to be out of spec, an entire new seatbelt assembly will be provided. Guess what? Free of cost. Go figure. It's that's what a recall well, is. Well, if you sold me something crappy, yeah, you should exactly. Yeah, that's risking my life. Uh, yeah. Ford I guess they learned send, from Pinto. Yeah, Ford will also send information <laughs> to owners on on how to test. Okay, information on how to test their safety belts. Kind of a hot I topic. know. Go run into a brick wall. Yeah, and just, see if it catches. Just don't back into it. No. <laughs> Uh, anyways, they'll be able to check at home to see if it's faulty. Uh, should seatbelts fail, the self-assessment, the NHTSA, suggests uh, that the seats not be used. And if the really? Yeah. Really? And, and if the driver's belt fails the test, then the drivers are asked not to use the truck at all. Wow. So I'm assuming, what is it? <laughs> Ford's going to tow this. all of the trucks I'll sit to the on dealerships this side, get fixed? Mailbox style. That is a very good question. So you if you can't drive it, do you have to get it towed? Yeah, so are they going to pay the tow? To. Right, right, right. Or what do they send a tech to your house? And that would seem like it'd be out of line too. Uh, I don't know. 
Well, this will be interesting to watch happen. Well, yeah. Cool thing is, if you're interested, if your Ford could be affected by that, it's only the Super Cab models because they have some unique uh, belt assembly. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, so, I drive a Super Cab model. It's there you just, go. It's 18 it's years old. It's yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, best-selling uh, vehicle in the United States, uh, recalled uh, and blah, blah, blah. Okay. From Road and Track, YouTuber who jumped his Ram TRX, his big honking pretty truck, over a creek. Sounds like fun, right? <laughs> Ordered to pay fifty-three thousand dollars. Have you seen, the, have you seen the clip of this? I thought he did that much damage to his truck. <laughs> Jo, man, I don't. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. I, I know it must have been fun during the time. Oh yeah, but uh, your landing, you didn't exactly stick it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he stuck it all. Uh, right. He did right yeah, in the yeah, mud. Yeah. There you go. Uh, back in January 2021, YouTuber called Street Speed 717 trashed his Ram 1500 TRX. He was attempting to jump over a creek and roll. Per- Pennsylvania. Oh. Now, I don't think he just attempted. He did. No, he's, he, yeah, yeah, he got no the job done. I'll yep. hand him this. He had great air. There should, yeah. have, been, should have been a, a stewardess <laughs> and an in-flight meal. Just, buddy, a ramp. A ramp would be good. Damages <laughs> to the shiny new truck weren't his only consequences. Now, shortly after the video went viral, he was charged with 18 criminal counts, including disturbance of waterways and watersheds. I'm disturbed. Misuse of property and waters. And littering and polluting waters. I've been I've what, what been disturbed. I've been misused, and I've been polluted. <laughs> you know, I, he what, probably what, what, what knocked some dirt in there or something. Well, he probably crapped his pants as he went over, not realizing how bad this oh, was going to end. Just, so it's not oh God! Well, you know that oil pan. Once you scraped <laughs> yeah, that off, yeah, it has a tendency to go disturbing. So in York County, Pennsylvania, court appearance, the YouTuber Michael Hisong. I'm going to go with Hisong. H y s s o n g. Hisong. Isn't that a... You know. I don't know. It's not my song. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, was ordered to pay $53,000 in restitution to repair damages done to the creek in the video. Now, uh, for this, you know, the question was, how much do you destroy a, a creek? Well, it but said, it's public property. It's, it said there were several other videos, so he probably went mudding in it or something. So I, more than just jumping in it, probably. I have not seen anything but the snippet of his truck going by with lots of daylight underneath it. <laughs> nice undercarriage. Uh, not now. Yeah. Well, so someone got to do it in a the, Ford Raptor. three next? of us could have stood underneath that thing eating ham sandwiches. That guy <laughs> flew by. But, I, what, yeah, I figured that uh, he must have really tore up some property. And plus, uh, let, it, these are public parks, man. And if you're out going around tearing the crap out of them, you're kind of an a-hole. Just, just put that out of, there. Not kind of. So, uh, Mr. Hisong, Hisong, uh, uh, with now, any luck, you'll get a lot of views and all that YouTube stuff where we watch another freaking verbo. Did you see the end? Five of the, second. Did you see the end of the article? Though this is the thing I love best. Uh, his lawyer is a guy named Brian Perry, and they had a quote <laughs> from him at the end of it. He's the guy who represented Cosby in his successful oh, rape oh, conviction appeal. Oh, 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 oh my God. You said maybe an a hole. I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna gonna go with maybe. I'm gonna have to go with certified. Yeah, I think he wins. Wow, he he got Cosby's lawyer. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. Somebody was really worried about messing up a creek. Gee, many Christmas. I, I just thought it was interesting that they went out of their way to mention who the attorney was. It's Pennsylvania. You could have found out found some rag ass acreage 
for $53,000, man. You yeah, probably could have land, right? You probably could have bought a good chunk of land and just filmed there. Yeah. Rented it from a redneck. They would have taken $10,000 in a six-pack. And right. you could have torn up all of Grandma's land. Right. They would have taken $100 a lottery <laughs> ticket. They would have thought, hey, now we can and, plant our crops when you're and done. And one of those Coors Party Balls. Yeah. And an old dead Camaro. 1986 <laughs> IROC. Bring it. You ain't got On no bricks. Zima, do you? <laughs> Zima. Wow. From muscle cars and trucks. The 2023 Corvette Z06 with the Z07 package has been spotted at the Nürburgring in Germany. Oof. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun video yes, to watch. Yes, yes, yes. I, I had to quit after seven times. I was... <laughs> oh, you didn't make oh. it a whole eight. Oh, my God. I'm going to Baker's yeah. Dozen. Oh, baby. Uh, the 2023 C8 Z06 just finished two weeks of testing at the Nürburgring in Germany with the aim to gather track performance data and hopes of getting a verified lap time under seven minutes. Didn't hear whether or not they did. Uh, However, Chevy brought more than one C8 Z06 there, and based on the latest auto addiction video, uh, for the first time, the 2023 Corvette Z06 with the Z07 package has been captured on the Nürburgring. You can tell it. It's got a gigantic wing on it. It has a massive ironing board wing on it. We're going to put that on your Corvette. Or when you're 65. <laughs> I don't think my 65 will drive down the road that <laughs> way. <one. laughs> I'm just kidding. The Z07 package is identified by its radical rear spoiler on the Z06. Adding to the menacing aerodynamics are a pair of canards that are a first for a production Corvette. Nice. The tires are expected to be upgraded Michelin Pilot Cup. Michelin Pilot Sport Cup 2Rs measuring 275 30R20s in the front and 345, 25s yeah. in the back. Yes. Good God. Talk about having a pair of canards. Nah. <laughs> it's likely the brakes on the uh, Z06 with the Z07 package will be upgraded from the base model as well, presumably Brembo carbon ceramics. It's mm-hmm. reputed an entire film crew was on hand for the 2023 Z06 Nurburgring campaign. Whether or not we'll ever see the footage will likely be contingent on whether or not the new C8 variant was able to run a perfect hot lap. However, mm-hmm. if you want to see this, we'll have the link on readthedriven.com. Uh, the guys from Auto Addiction got really great footage, and it sounds incredible. I want one, Mommy. 1026. 1026. We'll get to hear all the good news about that car. Oh, yeah. Uh, October 26th, like we talked about last week, is coming. And Corey would like to remind everybody in the audience that is his birthday. That's what GM is doing that day for. Lots of of gifts, or better yet, just send him gas and cash for new tires on the back of the the, uh, Cayman. Yeah. There we go. That sounds Absolutely. good. Absolutely. That sounds good. In just a minute, we will be speaking to Dave Kenny of Haggerty about the new Haggerty price guide that is dropping today. Dang. What went up, what went down, and what is still a bargain, and also a little bit of a Monterey chat, because I did get to meet Dave and his lovely wife out there. All this and much more is coming up here on Driven Radio.
Welcome back to Driven Radio. Our special guest this week is Dave Kenny, uh, publisher of the Haggerty Price Guide. Dave is a lifelong automobile enthusiast and collector who currently owns collector cars from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 2000s. Is that still uh, true? I know there's been a, a, some changes in your fleet. Uh, one less car from the 60s and uh, zero more um, since we last talked. However... I'm going to be ordering a 2022 F-150. Uh, we just did a story oh, about the, the brand new one. F-150s and the recall they have on the seat belts. <laughs> <laughs> just FYI. Yeah, that's, that's the 21. On the models, 2022 so or the 2021? 2021, the ones that are out so, right now. Yeah, the, uh, so that's what, I'm dri- that's what I'm driving right now. I have a lease, uh, a lease 2021. And you don't a, have a crew cab by chance, do you? Yeah. Well, of course I do. Oh, oh well. uh, you, you may want to listen back to the first part of the show. <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah, super cab. Knows you're a super cab. Yeah, the, uh, what, wait a minute. Super cab's the one with the four doors, then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The oh, NHTSA okay. is saying things about your truck. Yeah, no. Uh, well, it's not my truck. So, I mean, that, that's fine. They can recall it all they want. So, uh, <laughs> no, mine is the mine's the, uh, the Super Crew, the four-door one. So, uh, that, they, I guess I, I don't have to worry don't, about uh, that, or do I have to? I'm, I'll, who I'll, knows? I'll send you the notice a little later. <laughs> Just don't get in a wreck. Okay. Uh, Dave is the owner of yeah. USA Appraisal, an automotive valuation firm, and an accredited senior appraiser with the American Society of Appraisers. He writes for the British magazine Octane, the Haggerty Insider, and is the publisher of the Haggerty Price Guide, which he founded in 2006. He also serves on the board of the Rolls-Royce Foundation and of my beloved McPherson College. You're on the advisory board. Welcome back to Driven Radio. Let me make a correction here. I'm no longer on the board of the uh, Rolls-Royce Foundation. Um, they, they, they elect people and... Uh, Apparently, I wasn't the most popular guy in the elections. I can't uh, imagine why you wouldn't have been. (laughs) Well, you know, I guess the the problem is that I did a whole bunch of things, and unlike a whole bunch of other people there, I guess I took... They took some notice. So, uh, but, <laughs> Did they you know, take uh, umbrage at your veracity? <laughs> yes, exactly. When the cars failed to proceed. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there was... They, no, seriously, I mean, I, you know, I'm not really... I guess well known in the club, I and mean, I guess I'm even less well known in the club now. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. That's all right. Uh, first things first. Thanks for the lead you sent me a few weeks back. That was very much appreciated. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, we got to yeah. return to Monterey this year after missing last year because everything got canceled last year. What was your impression of Car Week, and did it seem to you like everybody was pulling out all the stops to make up for last year? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there were a lot of, uh, you know, uh, kudos to the auction companies, first of all. I think they all did a pretty good job, if not a great job. Uh, there were some spectacular cars there. Um, you know, there's still some uh, some adversity there. Right? You know, some, some uh, one or two places got their venues changed at the last minute. And, um, uh, you know, the Concord and the Avenue went off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pebble Beach, the, you know, the Concord went out, went out without a hitch. But there was some, uh, you know, some last-minute drama. But, you know, to be expected, some of it, some of it will not to be expected. But that's all kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. It was a great week. We had, uh, we had a great time. And a really good turnout. You know, a lot of people were looking at the, um, uh, the, the broadcast, the live broadcast of the um, – of Pebble Beach, and they're saying, "Oh, there's so many less people there." Well, they opened up another fairway. I mean, they had half yeah. an entire fairway. So, 
I, you know, I'm saying it was just as just as busy. It just was more spread out. Um, of course, a lot of Europeans weren't there um, because they weren't allowed to come in unless they came to a Caribbean country and or Mexico. Yeah, um, uh, and, and, and I so, talked to some of those people. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, all the rules always apply equally in every way, except for when they don't, as my wife likes to say. Um, but uh, so uh, there were there were less uh, Europeans there uh, and more uh, Americans. So um, it was a, a good a good turnout all the way through. Um, there were no 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 big surprises except for, like you said, there were some companies there that uh, and some uh, events there that were really really gangbusters, ready to get back yeah. into business and get back on their feet. Uh, one of the things they had to open up another fairway, if for no other reason than to accommodate all the nine seventeens, and yeah, there exactly. there were thirteen of them, oh, Corey. Of course there were. Uh, uh, yeah. Corey's our resident Porsche guy. I like to watch him twitch when he's missed something cool. Uh, there was so much good stuff at Pebble, and yeah. I, I think it was really exceptional this year. And, and uh, uh, thank goodness it didn't rain, so none of the 917s fell apart. So. Oh, that's a good thing. Especially the one that was completely original and unrestored and had all the battle scars on it. Man, was that mm. cool. No, it's cool. Stuff. However, the guy who was trying to start that while he was leaning out of it and it was in gear... <gasps> was less cool i'm sure you've seen that that uh video good stuff at at infinitum uh speaking of monterey it was really cool meeting your wife uh stella it was really cool meeting the the woman who stands behind you and puts up with your crap (laughs) you know and we're closing in on like uh, it's i think 37 38 years right now we've been together she's a she's a woman who just doesn't learn it's Uh, really sad i was gonna ask (laughs) when you're having her sainted <laughs> oh, that's so. Oh, that's long. Past. Okay. I was waiting for no, the punchline. Stella, you know, and shout out to Stella. She's a great person. You know, she is not what you call a car person, but she knows so much more about cars than she lets on to. Mostly through osmosis and all that. Um, we had a hilarious time with a friend of ours who said that. Um, um, you know, this was a, a, a first meeting with her and some other people, and she's like, "I don't know if I want to go to dinner. Are we just going to talk cars?" So she negotiated a deal where they could talk other things as well as cars. And, of course, we all had a great time. And that's it was a sm- really fun. That's a smart you know, lady. It of, yeah, it was one of those. Now, you know, and, and all the guys were going, now, is this out of bounds if we talk about, like, the green here at Pebble Beach or you know, whatever? It was kind of fun. It was, like, it was actually a lot of fun. The weather so, at Pebble you. couldn't have been any better. It was so nice. And it was so yeah. pretty. And, and we didn't have uh, the fires burning around us uh, so directly that they came in and uh, made the uh, made the place uninhabitable, like so many other places no, that were w- and continue to be. That was east uh, because we'd heard the uh, the tales of no rental cars available or rental rental cars being two thousand dollars for the week. Uh, we drove. Rhonda and I just threw all the crap in the truck and took off. I seventy west of Denver was closed. Because of the haze from the smoke. So that was pretty surprising. Um, You said there are no new cars in your fleet. What has left and what is left? Uh, A uh, black with orange 1963 Avani. Uh, I saw that car. Yeah. Sold uh, courtesy of Mark Hyman, Hyman Limited in St. Louis. Um, And uh, I have one of my cars that's up for sale there. I have. Bentley 
Turbo R that was ordered new by the Sultan of Brunei's family, uh, a car that uh, uh, was delivered to new to Los Angeles. They took a four-door uh, Turbo R, cut it in half, stretched out the front doors, removed the rear doors, and they only charged a half a million pounds for that. I don't, I don't see how Hooper could possibly get by with that. Oh, I mean, my goodness. Just half a million pounds in 1989. Oh, I my. Like I mean, you could buy a flat oh, in London for that kind of money back then. But, you know, when you have unlimited money, hey, uh, uh, and, you know, that was that was 22 seconds worth of oil production. Probably, <laughs> <or something. laughs> Sneezed and paid for. Uh, right, I, I'm, right. I'm sure they really noticed the blip in the checking account there. <laughs> oh, horrible. It's just tragedy. They had to they had to cut back on uh, champagne and uh, you know, <laughs> say it ain't so <laughs> so really. so what's left in the stable and you don't have well, to name everything I, what's the interesting stuff left uh, well i have a, a gt3r bentley i have a uh, bentley continental convertible which is you would know it as a rolls royce corniche if it was born as a rolls royce i have uh, my new subi uh, my WRX STI, which I think is interesting, mm. so to hell with everybody who doesn't. <laughs> um, I have a C5 bet uh, that is the uh, that was the pace car at Le Mans, the actual one. No so kidding. Not just, tapes, not just tapes and stripes, the actual pace car with 1,200 miles on it. Oh, uh, cool. Still has uh, you know what's remaining of the rear tires in the wheel well. Uh, Borla exhaust and um, uh, European delivery style. Uh, that was never delivered in Europe, but it has the European taillights and things like that. Um, and uh, let's see, I have a couple of, uh, I have an 85 Avani convertible, one of three. I have an 85 Avani that is kind of customized from the factory, lowered with Coney shocks from the factory. Um, I have my 63 Studebaker Avani that is the second production car built. And that about rounds out, oh, the uh, Ferrari 612 uh, Scaglietti. And that about rounds out what's in the garage right now. I have a couple wow. more cars that are uh, hiding in place in other places, but uh, that's that's <laughs> that's the that's the home garage. Well, if you so, need anybody to babysit that Corvette for you, or, you know, I, or the garage, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm raising my hand here. If you head out this way, it's really an interesting car because it still has the uh, you know still has the lights on. It still has all the graphics. Oh, I want to see that. That's cool. I should be on that. That is very cool. <laughs> It's a really cool car, and uh, you know, one of those things that nobody appreciates it now because it's, it's an anniversary car. It's a 2003, so um, you know, it's anniversary. Gra- I mean, not anniversary graphics, anniversary colors, all the anniversary, the shale interior, shale stone, or whatever it's called, yeah. and all that. But it's got uh, you know, it's got um, uh, race seat belts in it and all that sort of stuff, and uh, you know, probably totally illegal everywhere. But I don't care. Nor so, would I. Uh, it sounds. It sounds too cool for school. Alrighty, yeah. now on to the price guide. There were some what? huge movers. <laughs> yeah, there were some oh, huge oh, yeah. movers this quarter. Uh, what were the big winners, and were there any real losers? Well, yeah, yeah I'm not going to take the uh, take the air out of the uh, balloon quite yet and tell you what the losers were and mm-hmm. if there are any big ones. But uh, yeah, there was some huge winners. Uh, J Series Jeep, sixty three to eighty seven, and that is a Hell of a long series of production, up ninety one percent for base models, and then for wow. the uh, you know the special cars, the graphic or the special jeeps, the graphic packages, all that sort of stuff, the special editions, a hundred and twenty percent. You know, you've enormous. just spurred an entire 
cadre of people who are going to be pummeling car junkyards now, digging those things out. Yeah, no yeah and, you know, how hard is it to make one of those things anyway? Because there's so many chassis and uh, bodies lying around, uh, you know, behind garages and in, uh, you know, uh, tar sands and oil pits throughout the United <laughs> States. Whoa. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing because, uh, you know, they, they crept up on us, I guess. And, uh, and, you know, it's part of the whole Bronco and the, uh, you know, the SUVs yeah. and the, you know, these are utility vehicles, not sport utility vehicles so much, but, uh, uh the Renegade, uh, the 10 four, the golden Eagle are all three that we were talking about, uh, a little bit earlier today, all those great graphics packages. They were, I mean, keep in mind, and you have to remember this, this was, Kind of, if you didn't really want a, you know, maybe a screaming eagle firebird or something like that, this was the acceptable substitute um, that you could also sell to the spouse as being, you know, utilitarian. Um, although they're not utilitarian at all, they don't haul too much in terms of passengers, and they don't have a, <laughs> a lot of space in them. And plus, the they're dangerous as all living hell. <laughs> <laughs> you say it like it's a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, really. That's the appeal to the 16-year-old guy that is inside of all of us. So, uh, <laughs> that's just fine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, kind of surprising that that's, uh, that's the one. Uh, actually, all of our list of uh, the big gainers are American cars, and I'm sure that's the first time ever that's been the case. Um, you know, we already know there's some big gainers coming in out of uh, out of uh, Monterey and Pebble Beach because we complete this long before we go to Pebble Beach, so you know we can't yeah. put in the you know the surprise cars at Pebble Beach, which would you know basically be uh, uh, Gull Wings did very well and uh, Lamborghini Murus did spectacularly well, um, so. Uh, you know the uh, the P four hundred Mira, which is the early Mira, yeah. is now selling for what an S would would have sold for just like eight months ago. So, which is incredible. So, wow. uh, next up is the seventy seventy one Plymouth Cuda convertible four twenty six four twenty five cars. Um, they're up eighty seven percent. You know these things have been going up eighty seven percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've been going up and down and up and down and up and down. And uh, you know they they they're kind of you know, think of uh, the price of silver, maybe something like that. You know, uh, sometimes it, uh, you know, it, it it peaks at thirty-seven and then it goes back down to twenty-five and then it goes to thirty-seven. This is kind of like that in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I, I'm making those numbers up. I don't follow silver that closely, but I'm pretty pretty sure I'm not too terribly wrong about that. Uh, but anyhow, this is the you know this canary in the coal mine for the uh, for muscle cars when it comes right down to it. This is the you know, pretty much the unobtainiums uh, or two of the unobtainiums. Uh, and, uh, you know, and a lot of this market is controlled by a few owners as well. Yeah. So a yeah. um, little difficult to follow, a uh, little difficult to kind of put your finger on the pulse, but that's, you know, that's what we've seen recently. Um, so on the downward trend, our biggest downer, um, you know, other than uh, listening to politicians, is uh, 83 through 90 Alpha Spider, the uh, uh, Alpha Romano Spider Veloce. Really? And, you know, it's just down, the, the, it's down 15%. And when you think about it, you know, that's all, it's not a rounding error on a, you know, a ten or $20,000 car, but it's not that much money when you're, when you're talking about it. You know, a good negotiator could make up, you know, half of that difference when they were buying or selling a car, I would think. Um, and so that should give you right there an indication of where the market is. If it's 
in relatively good shape. It's selling. It's the best way to describe it. Um, you know, the online sales, the uh, the bring of trailers and the cars and bids and all those seem to all be doing very, very well, but also the land auctions. Um, you know, Gooding had an extraordinary uh, sample of cars this year. Uh, Bottoms had a really wide range of cars. RM, same thing. Yeah. Uh, Mecham, as always, you know, Mecham's always got things for, you know, they're the they're the 9,000 to 9 million house a lot of the times, and that was no different this year. So, you know, kind of something for everybody there. So uh, um, all of them did well. All of them are, are doing spectacularly, as a matter of fact, in terms of kind of year-over-year stuff. But that's no surprise because it's been a really great year in cars. Uh, you know, the values of cars keeps going up. Yeah. Um, don't know why. You know, I mean, that's not, you know, uh, it, it could be people are buying trinkets because they made it through uh, COVID. Yeah, I think, I think that's part of it. There's uh, a lot of money. people who are thinking, uh, you know, you only go around once and I want to try this out or this is what I've always wanted. Uh, I think the fact that we can, we're still able to borrow money for almost nothing also yeah, yeah. It, uh, has a, uh, plays a part. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it, and you know, once again, without it getting into the politics of it, that's been going on for quite some time now, um, and it's to you know to help stimulate the economy. Um, you know, I'm really glad I'm not a 20 year old facing uh, you know paying this off, but uh, oh yeah, that's, that's <laughs> okay. you know, hey, the answer to that is inflation. Come on, we all know it. You know, inflation will come back, and that takes care of a lot of those things. So, well, and it has in yeah. a lot of ways. You start looking at at the cost of regular things. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. inflation's there, whether or not they want to admit it. So, oh yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you only have to follow food prices, and and you know, you know that. I mean, all that stuff is, you know, uh, uh, commodity goods are going up, and a lot of the problem with that is, is that now there's all these, uh, you know, delays in the supply chain because of uh, shipping and demand and everything else, and people being caught off guard, but. You know, I mean, that's, you know, it, it's all happiness in the car world right now. That doesn't yeah. mean that your lousy car will not sell for more money than it's supposed to. It's going to be, you know, tough to sell that uh, four-door Falcon with, uh, you know, the six-banger and uh, <laughs> rust up through the uh, door handles. I, you know, sorry, but it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's not, it's just as desirable as it was two and a half years ago when you couldn't sell it. But, uh, you know, good cars are selling for good money and even uh, more so excellent cars are, are selling for really, really good uh, good dollar amounts right now. Were there any surprises? Uh, yeah. yeah, the big surprise for me was the Mustang, too. Um, you know, um, now that's been I, unloved for a long time. I, yeah, really. I mean, I've always loved the Cobras and the King Cobra. I just, you know, that those cars just, how do I put this, you know, gently? Um, they no. were writing <laughs> checks they couldn't, uh, they couldn't cash, um, back in the day. And that hasn't changed at all, but the graphics are great. You know, they'd be white and blue traditional colors or black with uh, gold, which of course are traditional Hertz colors for the Shelby. But, uh, um, the whole, the whole idea behind it, I guess, was to just have an outrageous version of the, uh, of the, uh, Mustang too. Not a bad car really. Um, you know, we, we could, we could call it a, uh, uh, Pinto with a really nice suit on, I guess, yeah, and yeah. probably get away with it. But um, um, you couldn't get a, a 302 V8 in a Pinto. So, you know, there you are. There's one big difference. Um, and then the uh, 95 Ford Mustang Cobra R um, from 95. And we have other, uh, you know, other Cobras that have done very, very well. But this car's kind of been lagging for a while. So this is a, 
you know, not your typical, you know, Fox body, not your typical, uh, you know, a car that's been doing well for a long time. Kind of a distinctive look to the 95 and kind of a distinctive, uh, you know, the R is a little bit, uh, uh, you know, much harder to find, actually. Uh, by the way, the um, uh, the uh, Mustang 2 is up 43% and the Cobra oh, R up wow. 52%. So if, oh you had one that, if you have one that was worth 20 grand, it's now worth 30, uh, which is pretty incredible when it comes right down to it. Um, some of if, our other if you had a... a- Mustang two that was worth four grand. Now it's worth it almost worth, six. Almost six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had fifty four Mustang twos at the national show in Kansas City. Did a month you ago. really? Fifty four of them. Yeah. I wow. don't think I've seen one in a long time. It's the second most showing, like at a car show, of Mustang twos. The second most ever. <laughs> Hashtag 50, Mustang two. Yeah. yeah. The record's like a hundred. I used to I used to piss people off back in the day and say, "Hey, I love your Mustang 11. <laughs> you do suck. That's awesome. <laughs> I did that with the BMW owners, and I'd go by and say, "Well, I, I don't know what what is that model, the '75 oil." I'm not real. I'm not real familiar. <laughs> I'm sure they loved you. Uh, Mustang oh, yeah. two and a Cobra R couldn't be much more different, could they? Isn't that amazing? That's you know, that's kind of the the fun part of that. There's uh, you know. Um, you know, we don't necessarily talk about Mustang twos in terms of performance, no. you know, um, zero to 60, uh, you know, measured on a, on a, uh, you know, maybe a, uh, uh, the big clock out, you know, in front of their train station <laughs> or something. So, uh, you know, not, a, not a real big deal, but that, that was the era too. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, talking about that, that was a, uh, that was a, uh, a car that came out, uh, you know, in response to, or, or because of, or, you know, as a reaction to the fuel crisis, which mm-hmm. came around in, what, 72, 73, something like that. So, um, you know, they, they downsized for a pretty good reason back then. Um, but, you know, um, that's the, you know, the big movers. The other one is the uh, 0913 Corvette ZR1 up 39%. So Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And damn it, I was starting to shop those. <laughs> <laughs> Bugger. Yes, yeah, so just wait a few days to release this tape, right? So, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those cars are going nowhere. No one's, you know, no one's talking about those. Those, those got down, down 82%. You were starting to see some of those with a few miles on them, and there's not many with a few miles on them. Uh, we're getting under 50. And yeah. I was starting to look, and I'm thinking 640 horsepower for under 50 grand. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, uh, you know... Uh, you know, I, I say this all the time. I mean, Corvettes are the are probably still the best buy in a performance car. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not okay, not C3s so much because the performance got more hobbled as the years went on. But um, um, you know, the the later ones, like you know, this generation and up, um, they're just a hell of a lot of bang for the buck. And, yeah, uh, you I know, agree. Unfortunately, yeah. so many people think Corvette and mullet in the same uh, you know thought bubble. And it's just not true. It hasn't been true for years and years and years. But, uh, um, you know, um, it's their loss. I mean, uh, you know, you, you talk about the, uh, the the new generation, the Gen 8 cars. And, yeah. I mean, they're spectacular automobiles. They're just really unbelievable. But the public has caught on for that. And you can't buy them. They're just, you know, impossible to find at list. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. But uh, getting back to the 6th Gen ZR1, that's a spectacular performer. They're kind of a handful to drive. 
you 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 don't goof around in those because they'll bite you. Yeah. But still, a hell of a lot of car for the money, and I think it's still a hell of a lot of car, even at seventy or eighty grand, which yep. is what you're starting to see them sell for now. Um, but those are the really perfect ones that have no miles on them and are still in the wrapper. And if the looks of a of a seventh gen Corvette seemed a little boy racer for you, the sixth gen is more sedated. And again, that ZR1 is an incredible machine. Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's just no argument about it as long as you remove the biases. So, are there still bargains to be had out there? If you were Always. shopping for something with your own money, what would you go look for? Wow, um, you know, I, I unfortunately I've been looking at uh, you know more late model Mercedes uh, performance cars, mm-hmm. um, the uh, AMG GTS, the uh, all the versions they have a GTS, a GTR, it, a GTR Pro. It, I mean, you, you know, better get them now. Yeah. They're Those not going to really make nice. any V8s for 2022, and uh, they've already started to go up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but they're they're a hell of a lot of car for the money. Yes, but the but the money's huge. Um, so uh, uh, you know, probably not going to be buying one anytime soon. But uh, you know, that's what I've been kind of doing the uh, secret shopper thing. Uh, you know, when I'm here at the uh, here at the office, supposed to be doing work, I'm looking at them. But unfortunately, so many of them are modified, and I I really can't figure out why somebody would take a uh, you know, a new or a relatively new uh, AMG car and, you know, take it, take it out and, you know, put $15,000 worth of, um, I'll use the less generic term toys on it. Um, you know, avoid the warranty in some cases and, uh, and then wonder why things aren't working as well as they were. So, huh. <laughs> uh, you know, it always makes me scratch my head when people think that they can uh, engineer a car better than the manufacturer did. I know, and, and you know, Mercedes kind of, you know, they they kind of know a little thing or two about engineering. I mean, you know, they're uh, um, they kind of built a pretty good reputation on that. So, yeah, who knows? Absolutely. Uh, if you, and I, I'd play buy, sell, hold with you, but just what do you think uh, is something that you should sell now? Or do you, well, let's do do you think you should? I'm ready for you for a while. Okay. All righty. Uh, <laughs> okay. Give us an example for each category. And again, okay. if you were shopping with your own money. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make news here. The buy is the first Tesla Roadster. They built 2,450 of them. Yeah, they're lousy cars. It's the only <laughs> car that was shot into space ever. Uh, that probably won't be duplicated. Um, yeah, they were built as rollers by Lotus and they're stretched. So they're not exactly the same as the uh, low tie cars. Um, but think about it. That's the first car and it's a sports car from a manufacturer that's come from nowhere and become a pretty powerful force. Yeah. So there's your, there's your number one right there. What was number two? What was the snippet I read the other day about uh, Tesla currently being having a valuation that exceeds that of GM and Ford combined? Is that BS? No, it's absolutely true. And I mean, you know, it's the it's the people in the stock market. You know, God love them. Um, You know, they they're you know they they can be they can be spot on so many times and you know nervous little hand ringers all the time and. You know all that, and and the valuation is just insane to me. My opinion only, 
um, because, you know, the, the, the car is, I mean, the cars and the company is, I think, a little more tenuous than Ford or GM at this point. Yeah. Uh, they, they basically have, you know, two, three very similar models right now. Um, I like them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not dissing on uh, you know, what Elon and gang has done. And think about it. Elon Musk is the 100 years on. He's the uh, he's the Thomas Edison yeah. of uh, you know of this time. And he is exactly the Thomas Edison because they were both irascible people who were very hard to get along with <laughs> and didn't like people and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, they, they have the exact same person. I think you've just described two of the three people sitting at this table. That's <laughs> why well, so I was dead I, silent. I'm like, uh, <laughs> don't you say a word, mister. <laughs> well, no, I know, but uh, but they're rich and we're not. So, uh, yeah, know, true. There's that. True. There's the difference. Um, and they, uh, you know, they all have things named after them and we don't, but anyhow, um, you know, uh, not, so in, there's that. not in this country. No, I, 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 I have things named after me, but typically they're lawsuits. Yeah, toilets. <laughs> That's true. I used to have shoes named after me, but even they went out of business. So, uh, anyhow, um, Dell is, is even easier. Another electric car, every Chevy Bolt. Oh my God. They're going to get your car on fire and your house and your garage and uh, you might get smoke damage while the thing's going up so uh, it's not a classic car i get it but uh yeah speaking boy, of that, pinto yeah <laughs> really exactly exactly they're uh self uh you know self-flammable so, self-immolating uh, <laughs> and then um my uh my buy is uh and there's very few of these out there but any reasonably priced unmodified black series mercedes um the uh uh, you know they they just make sense they're you know they're engineered not so much for the road but for the track in so many ways um they're decent cars they're very very expensive but um if you think about it they're going to remain expensive uh most of them will remain expensive and you know not a lot of them have gotten used up but i've seen some with 60 and 70 thousand miles on them and there's still some out there that uh you know that that uh, that have lower miles that are owned as you know kind of the third car by some rich Wall Street guy mm-hmm. who's buying Tesla stock as we speak. Um, so uh, you know, as, as far as that goes, that that was just a you know kind of a shot in the dark. But um, uh, probably any Black Series car is worth looking at at this point. Well, Dave, I I can't disagree with any of that. I think you're absolutely dead on. We've been speaking with Dave Kenny, uh, publisher of the Haggerty Price Guide. You can find all the social media links for Dave and Haggerty on readthedriven.com. As always, the one and only Dave Kenny. Thank you for being with us. Hey, thanks so much. Really had a great time. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for spending time with Driven Radio. We love what we do, and we wouldn't be able to do it without the support of our listeners. You can find us online at DrivenRadioShow.com and ReadTheDriven.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show, and listen everywhere fine podcasts are heard. I am Brett Hatfield for Corey Pratt and Mark Groves. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time here on Driven Radio. Driven Radio.